0: Hi, I'm Dr. Olga Pinkston, a board-certified rheumatologist and the host of the Mind Your Fibro podcast. This podcast is dedicated to fibromyalgia. I discuss up-to-date information about fibro, its treatment, the biology and psychology of the fibromyalgia. I cover the pain science education, the complementary and alternative methods available to you now to improve your symptoms. There are a lot of things that influence development of fibromyalgia, trigger fibro flares, and produce other symptoms like IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, depression, and anxiety. And none of them are your fault. In the Mind Your Fibre podcast, you will learn how and why fiber develops, how chronic pain changes your brain, and most importantly, that you're not alone in the struggle, that fiber is real, and how to not let fiber control your life. This podcast provides information only and does not provide any medical or psychological services or advice. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to the first episode of the Mind Your Fiber podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Olga Pinkston, a board-certified rheumatologist. I work in a busy rheumatology practice in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm on a mission this year to help patients with fibromyalgia to manage their symptoms and improve quality of life. I created this podcast first and foremost for my patients. You know who you are, and I love you and care for you. But I also want you to know that even without the fog, most patients cannot remember but a third of the information provided at the doctor's visit. Now, fibro is real, and I want you to empower yourself by knowing what fibro is, get the fundamentals on this condition, and know that you're not alone in the struggle. As a rheumatologist, I see patients with fibromyalgia daily. It is probably one of the most challenging disorders to explain to my patients and to treat. Over the years, this condition changed names. We do not have a blood test or imaging test to confirm it. The treatment is far from straightforward and often unhelpful. There are even some doctors and patients who do not believe it is real. If you are a healthcare provider, please, please, please educate yourself about fibromyalgia. I see patients daily in my practice who tell me that their doctor or other provider doubts that fibro is real, do not have up-to-date information about it. I can tell you fibro is real and your patient's pain is real. Now, our society does not doubt the existence of migraines, depression, or any other condition that does not have confirmatory tests. Yet, this lack of tests often triggers suspicion and judgment when it comes to fibromyalgia. You may have relatives who don't even believe in it or doubt that your symptoms are real. Your friends may offer you a well-meant advice or they tell you, well, you don't look sick, just shake it off. It's all in your head. Well, how long can you feel this way? Now, although the theories of what fibromyalgia is have evolved over time, one remains the same. It is a pain disorder. Now, with new research and understanding how our bodies work, how our brain works, we are gaining more knowledge about this condition and its treatment. Now, at this time, we do not consider fibromyalgia to be an autoimmune condition. We do not have an approved test for it. Now, there is a fiber test that is still in clinical trial, but it is not yet considered diagnostic, nor it is recognized by the American College of Rheumatology for the diagnosis of fibromyalgia. But I can tell you, Fibre is real, and I want to tell you what I tell my patients about it. It is not imaginary, and your pain is real. Fibromyalgia is a pain processing disorder. Your brain processes everything your body does, including pain. And in fibromyalgia, the brain processes pain incorrectly. Now, every bit of your body, inside and out, is covered in nerve cells. Your skin, muscles, joints, hair, all internal organs. These nerve cells send information from your body to the brain. Your brain knows if you're hungry, thirsty, hot, cold, or wet. It knows if you're lying down or upside down or if landed on your arm. Your brain also knows precisely where you are and where is your discomfort. If you have an itch, tight shoe, or pimple, or pain. Every type of pain from a simple toothache to complex belly pain ingrown toenail to sunburn, every in joint, muscle sprain or headache is processed by your brain. If you don't have daily pain and you stub your toe, for example, your brain will tell you and will let you know that you have a stubbed toe. In a few hours or days, this toe pain resolves and your brain enables you to forget about it. This is an example of acute pain. If you have a chronic pain condition, such as recurrent migraines, degenerative disease, arthritis, or nagging pain from an old injury or fracture, really, any prolonged or frequent pain, the brain does not forget to remind you about it. In some patients, this chronic pain and other life events trigger a pain processing problem. As the brain practices this daily chronic pain reminder, it becomes excellent in recognizing pain. Practice makes perfect. So in fibromyalgia, your brain is extremely good at telling you that you have pain. Now, pain is stressful. And if you have pain, a cascade of events activates your primitive survival instinct to protect you from danger. This part of the nervous system called the sympathetic nervous system is responsible for flight or fight response and is designed to protect you from injury and death. And the pain is an excellent trigger of that system. Now, in patients with fibromyalgia, the sympathetic nervous system is turned on even if there is no actual emergency. Your brain is continuously receiving impulses to check for possible danger. Over time, it starts seeing other sensations as discomfort and ordinary feelings become obnoxiously uncomfortable. Light touch, bright lights, loud sounds. Now, with time, if fibromyalgia is left untreated, more and more nerve cells all over the body send signals that are misinterpreted. Now in pain and other sensations become more and more exaggerated and amplified, like a big speaker. Now this turned up nervous system is called central synthesization syndrome. A central nervous system, the brain and spinal cord, that is sensitive to stimuli causing symptoms. As the nervous system continues to be activated, the patients may start Accumulating other symptoms besides pain. Dizziness, numbness, tingling, IBS, painful bladder, restless legs. And as your brain does all this extra work, it wastes a lot of energy and it causes terrible fatigue and feeling of exhaustion. Now, if you have fibromyalgia, think of all the different symptoms you're experiencing. It is not just pain, it is also fatigue, tingling, numbness, dizziness. IBS, and so on. Now let's go over fibromyalgia symptoms. To review, fibromyalgia is a chronic pain disorder, In an abnormal way the brain process pain and other stimuli. Now it is not a progressive condition, meaning there is no organ damage, and it is not a life-threatening condition. Unlike other p- disorders like rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, fibromyalgia does not cause organ damage. Even after 20, 30 years, you do not have deformed joints, and you will have normal labs and imaging. Now, fibromyalgia may progress in terms of symptoms. You may have more pain and discomfort, but it does not cause organ damage. Now, we don't know what causes fibromyalgia, but we know it is real. Your pain is real. It is a common condition. About 4 million U.S. adults have fibromyalgia, or about 2% of adult population. 1 in 20 people worldwide have fibro. Now, who gets fibromyalgia? We typically see fibromyalgia in females. It is more common in women between the ages of 20 to 50, but we also see it in men, elderly, and children. Now, usually patients will have some other painful condition. You may have a painful arthritis, chronic back pain, migraine, whatnot, and Sometimes we also see it in family members. So you, it's not uncommon to see it in several family members, but it is not a typical genetic condition like um, Down syndrome or cystic fibrosis. We don't have a genetic test for it. Also, we see it uh, with patients who have recurrent injuries. Again, likely because of the chronic pain that comes from the recurrent injuries, uh, but we see it uh, with recurrent sports injuries and other um, painful injuries like a car accident. And then sleep disorders, uh, sleep apnea or insomnia uh, can put you at risk of developing fibromyalgia. About 25% of patients with autoimmune conditions will additionally have fibro as well, likely because fibromyalgia is common in painful conditions. So autoimmune conditions that are painful uh, put you at risk of developing fibro. Uh, Being overweight, obese, or have poor nutrition uh, is a risk factor, as well as mood disorders such as anxiety or depression. So if you have the risk factor, say you're a female in your 20s to 30s, and you have a family member with chronic pain or fibro, and you had chronic back pain or migraines, what makes you develop fibromyalgia? Usually there's a fibro trigger, something triggers you to actually develop the fibro symptoms. Number one cause of it is trauma. Early childhood trauma, physical or sexual abuse, neglect, anything traumatic can put you at risk of developing fibro or triggering fibro. Uh, Ongoing or severe stress, uh, prolonged or severe stress, stressful events uh, uh, is a common uh, trigger Infections, uh, severe infections, recurrent infections, chronic infections or wound. We have seen more fiber in the past year and a half due to COVID infections. Both the infection itself as well as the stress of isolation uh, is a trigger for fibromyalgia. Prolonged hospitalization, uh, long hospital stay, medical, medical complications, uh, surgery uh, are, are a common trigger. Also injuries, uh, car accidents, whiplash, falls, fractures, recurrent injuries, sport-related injuries, are a common trigger of fibromyalgia. So what are the fibromyalgia symptoms? The number one symptom is widespread pain. It's pain all over the body. It's in the muscles, the joints, uh, usually in arms and legs and, bo- and, and body. It can be in upper body, lower body. It can migrate from one side to another. Uh, but patients will tell me everything hurts muscles, joints, even my skin, my hair hurt. I feel like I was run over by a truck. I feel like I have the flu. I have a good day and and, and I have no symptoms or mild symptoms. And then something happens, like a snap of the fingers. It triggers me to have a severe pain or discomfort. And I'm having a bad day. When I have a bad day, everything hurts. I have to be in bed. I can barely move. I have pain with walking, doing regular activities. I feel stiff. I feel like an old lady. Uh, You may have fatigue, exhaustion out of proportion to your age or activity. Uh, Patients will tell me, I just took a shower and I need a two-hour nap afterwards. Um, Difficulty sleeping. Uh, Sleep is unrestful. Uh, You may sleep too much and not get enough rest. You may have difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, uh, tossing and turning all night both from insomnia, as well as pain. I often hear about difficulty with memory concentration. Uh, We call it fibro fog. Uh, It is a very common uh, problem with fiber patients. I have patients who had difficulty finding words and they thought they had a stroke. Uh, you know, a patient went to ER, uh, with word finding difficulty, thinking she had a stroke. Again, it's, it's a fiber fog that can be very severe, especially if you're having, uh, a fiber flare or other fiber symptoms. Uh, dizziness or lightheadedness is common uh, patients will tell me I feel dizzy, lightheaded I feel like I am uh, have a problems with my balance I, t- I tell you you have to work out uh, evaluate this dizziness to make sure there's no cardiac causes, make sure there's no problems with your heart or n- nervous system, but the episodic dizziness and lightheadedness is a common fibro symptom episodic numbness and tingling is common uh, patients will have Uh, migrating numbness, tingling, feeling uh, their foot is asleep as they watch television or the arm falls asleep or they have tingling tingling in their fingers. Uh, Now, neuropathy, which is a nerve damage type of pain, is common uh, with back pain or chronic um, uh, nerve conditions. Uh, We see it in in diabetes and uh, chronic uh, spiny uh, problems, but in fibromyalgia it is usually episodic. It's random. It, it doesn't persist. Uh, it comes and goes at random times, but can be very annoying and debilitating. Headaches, including migraines and tension-type headaches, are common. Uh, also, sensitivity to sensitivity to touch, smell, bright lights, or noise. Uh, patients feel overstimulated. Uh, even the normal. Uh, stimuli from the lights or the smell or the touch can be, become very bothersome. I uh, have patients who used to love shopping, now they cannot stand a department store. The smell of the perfume, the noise from the people and the music, uh, the hustle and bustle, the fluorescent lights uh, p- uh, increase their symptoms, and within 30 minutes, they may have increased pain, uh, headaches, uh, and other symptoms. Also, uh, Also, other conditions that are associated with fibromyalgia are commonly seen in patients uh, which is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome or POTS, irritable bowel syndrome, which is alternating diarrhea, constipation, bloating, abdominal pain, also called IBS, uh, painful bladder uh, syndrome or interstitial cystitis, TMJ, restless legs, depression, anxiety. As you can tell, those are dis- painful conditions that are also originate in the brain, uh, and we commonly see them in fibromyalgia. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best thing you can do is to share with someone and leave a review and rating. This helps me support more people just like you move toward better life in fibromyalgia. All you have to do is to go to the platform you're listening on click the share button or the icon, and just send it to a friend. I so appreciate you taking your time to do so. Make sure you sign up or subscribe to this podcast so you can get the most up-to-date information in the new episodes. Thanks for joining me today, and I will see you next week. And don't forget to mind your fibro. Disclaimer, this podcast provides information only and does not provide any medical or psychological services or advice. None of the content on this podcast prevents, cures, or treats any medical or mental condition.